This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Well Road Tour. This is not your host, Aaron. But I am here with your host, Tom. You are a host. Of course you're a host. I'm a co-host. I'm a co-host. You are a co-host. You are Tom, the host. That's me. Hi, I'm Tom. I'm the host. (laughs) Coming coming live from Haddonfield, New Jersey, on the eve of Loopy Looper. Yes. How are you feeling, Tom? I don't know how to feel. Like, I don't really... I'm not nervous, but... I don't know how to prepare for something like this. This is a whole new experience. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of people doing it. We're going to see what happens, but I feel like I'm okay. I agree. I think you're going to do great. I'm excited to see how you do. Uh, you have a lot going on right now with the prepping. Do you feel like you are mostly prepared? How many, how many sets of clothing have you brought with you? All right. So if I had to run the numbers, it's at least 10 shirts Five pairs of underwear, ten pairs of socks, three pairs of shorts, um, three pairs of shoes. This is one event, Aaron. It's ridiculous. It's 24-hour event, though. I mean, you might need all of it. I got four tubes of body glide. Are you um, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I feel like I have enough stuff. Right, we're gonna see how it goes. We'll check in with everyone tomorrow. Good morning. We'll run for. Uh, we are here at the start line. Um, oh, we got a countdown going. Five. They're off. I did not get a chance to do a recording before they all took off, but now we're taking video of them taking off. Diana's here with me, and uh, Loopy Looper. 2023 has begun. Diana, how are we doing? It's pretty good. Um, It's actually really pleasant sitting here. I can see, like, if you're running, it would be miserable. But, like, it's a little overcast, a little breezy, feels great. Um, Yeah, glad I'm not not running. Um, Michael came through. He was super crotchety. I was just going to ask how 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 did how did the boys look? Um, yeah, Michael was super crotchety and um, came in real hot, and then Tom was just happy to be here, so he seemed pretty good. So we'll see. Um, they're out for their second loop now, so we'll see how they do. To be fair, Michael's just uh, cranky that all week it has been like. We've been waking up to like 60 degrees. I think the one morning I ran, it was 58 degrees. And then this morning, it is hot and it is humid. Um, Diana and I are fine, sitting in our lovely little chairs, <laughs> chilling, cutting watermelon. Um, and we're about to go get some coffee after uh, Michael and Tom come through again. You are done with loop two, Tom. Yep. Feel good? I am definitely going to have to pace myself, but it's going to be a long day. feel good. It's beautiful out, beautiful scenery. It's going to get boring after a while, but everyone's super nice. Everyone's super aggro. Endurance racers are like superheroes. I'm just saying. Um, And what what are you eating right now? I'm eating a slice of watermelon. It is delicious. Shout out to... Who is it, Carissa, who said that you should eat watermelon? It's really good for you. I have no idea, but if Carissa said that, then obviously we've no we've got to go with it. There's no way she'll ever hear this, but um, shout out to Carissa. And I'm about to start loop three. All right, here we go. All right, Tom. I have a couple of things for you to think about on this next loop. All right? I've been thinking. Okay, so Jennifer Taylor would like you to write a haiku. A haiku. Do you know what a haiku is? It's like, isn't it like, I'm going to get it wrong, but it's like six, seven, five, seven, or eight, six, eight, or something. 
Yeah, it's the it's the syllables. It's the cadence of syllables in a poem. Does anybody know what a haiku is? Isn't it like how many how many syllables? Is it seven five seven? Seven five seven. So Jennifer Taylor would like you to write her a haiku. Okay, I will. So that's something for you to think about on the next lap. Okay, and then we have, no, we don't have a subject. We can do it about running, a running haiku. Okay, um, and then we have a couple lists she asked for. So a top 10 favorite movies and a top 10 favorite songs. All right, so we're going to think about this, and uh, at some point, well, that's, it is, he's got 4.37 miles to think about this. And then we are going to um, come back in a little while, and we'll we'll find out your answers. Sounds good. All right. All right. So we're going to start with a Sandy Vegan question. Okay. All right. Yeah. Peanut butter and what sandwich? And like, what do you put in the sandwich? A peanut butter and what sandwich? Jelly. PBJ. Sandy says the right answer is banana. By the way. Oh, Kurt has the same hot take. There you go. What what kind of jelly? Um, grape jelly, strawberry jam, raspberry or peach preserve. Wow, that's all very, very, very specific. Michelle, oh yeah, crunchy or smooth? Extra chunky. Is there a brand? Skippy, Jeff, whatever. It doesn't matter. Kurt's talking over there like people can hear him say what he's saying. He's asking questions of the, uh, of the, all right, I have one more before you head out on the next one. Ready? Michelle Kay would like to know when your love of cargo shorts began. <clears throat> it's right around the time I met David J. Matthews. So about 1991, it is the, it is the calling card of the North American Caucasian male, um, who you can tell is in your vicinity because there's an acoustic guitar and an undeserved sense of self uh, accomplishment. <laughs> we actually have Michael and Tom here right now. Michael, uh, his stomach is a little off, so we're going to decline to interview him right now. <laughs> Diana's telling knock knock jokes. <laughs> Nobody said they were going to be good. Yeah. You're Michael. Did you check? Did you check his? He's at six. Yep. Michael's at six loops. Tom is in for his fourth loop. He's got a Mountain Dew. He's very excited. Michael's on his way out. Um, yeah. Uh, Tom, how you doing? All right. So I'm 15 miles in. No. Really? Yeah. Four loops, 15 miles. I'm... I'm tired. Okay. I'll be honest. Um, in hindsight, lack of any preparation for this probably <laughs> is going to make this a challenge. But um, I'm, I'm living and breathing. I mean, was that hindsight or was that something that we said all along? Diana, how do, you, how do we feel about that? I think, um, I think we, we knew this was going to be, be an issue. So... Um, Michael, Diana had a question in her, her, in her, in her, uh, I'm sorry, Tom, Tom, I apologize. I apologize. I mean, all my bald men just with beards. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, Diana had a question on the list for you. That was, are you going to train for any of the races you are signed up for this year? Um, Yes, I will train for um, races that I am signed up for. Just not this one. Yeah. Again, hindsight 2020, I should have done more to prep, but it is what it is. All right. We'll be back. Tom, did you write a haiku? No. Let me let me start with the other two questions. Okay. What are your top 10 movies? All right. In no particular order, and I'm kind of off the cuff with this. Um, because that's sort of a ridiculously um, objective question. Subjective? All right, True Romance, Jaws, um, from the Indiana Jones um, saga, The Last Crusade, from the Star Wars saga, 
Empire Strikes Back. I like Clerks. I like, um, oh my goodness. I don't want to say Wolf of Wall Street. Untouchables. Um, I'll go with The Goonies. I will go with um, Serendipity. That's my jam. Um, my other big favorite? Little Shop. Little Shop of Horrors. It's the greatest. And then the um, the last one on the list. Have I, see, I, I said Jaws, right? Um, oh, God. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I love that movie. That's a good one. All right. Solid, solid. Um, Carrie wants to know, who is your favorite Rise and Run podcast host? Um, Allie, Jack, or Allison? That's a lot that that's a, that's a lot of options. Do you, do you have a favorite? Any of the any of the females. Is there a reason why you don't like the male male brigade of the Rise and Run podcast? No, not at all. I think they're delightful. I just um I lean female on that podcast. Okay. Nice. How do you feel about Greg? I got mixed feelings. Uh, and Bob? Oh, hey. Come on. Bob is an angel. Bob's universally loved. Bob's got the voice and the face of an angel. It's true. It's true. All right. We're going to save the rest for later. Diana, how was uh, your loop with Tom? It's pretty good. We did some intervals and then walked it out and, yeah, keeping him motivated. Uh, talked through kind of what his goals will be for the rest of the race. Um, I think it's more of a number of loops than a number of miles now. So he's feeling okay. A little bit of the struggle bus. So uh, we're telling him he needs to eat some real food. So hopefully he does that. Well, he's on, uh, he's just finished loop five. So it's only one o'clock in the afternoon and he still has many, many hours to be able to get 10 loops. So I think, I think we should be good. Yeah, that's the goal. He wants to do 10 loops. So I think he can do it. Yeah, I, I have faith in that. I actually think he could do more than that, but I'm not going to tell him that right now. Hi, Matt. Hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. How you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm not doing anything except standing around here, so I'm great. Nice. Are you uh, about to go out with Tom? Absolutely. I'm going out with Tom as many times as Tom needs me to go. Tom from Will Run For? Is there any other Tom? I don't know. I don't think there's any other Tom in this world. I have uh, Michelle Kay here. Hi. She uh, might be a little grumpy. No, I'm drinking a Coke. Oh, you're, so are we good now? Are we going out for another loop? Yeah, I'm going to go. I promise Matt. Oh, okay. Tom. Tom from Will Run For. How are you feeling? <clears throat> I'll be honest. I've been better, but I'm fine. I'm fine. He's, he's so cheerful and lovely. And one of his favorite people, Nancy, is here. Hey. Nancy's like, why are you putting why are you putting a microphone in my face? Um, Nancy, you're about to go out with Tom for an, a loop. I think I might do a loop with Tom. He's my cargo short buddy, so you know we got to stick together. Oh, we did ask Tom earlier. Uh, at what point in his life did he become a cargo short um, obsessive person? So when did you become a cargo short wearer? Oh, I don't even know. I mean, they're so useful. I, I, Have you just always worn cargo shorts? I feel like I discovered cargo shorts and cargo pants when I was working on events. Okay. Because okay. I had to carry a lot of things for work. Makes sense. All right, Tom. Um, I got a controversial question here. Uh, Rebecca Theba would like to know what your the worst Taylor Swift song is. Hold on. Um, like Shake It Off or one of those songs. One of the very repetitive radio hits that doesn't have a lot of depth to it because she's much better than that. Okay, Diana has a hot take. The The correct answer is me featuring uh, Brandon Urie. It's awful. It's a bad song. It's a bad song. <laughs> Dean would like to know, Tom, if you were to write a Hallmark Christmas movie, what would it be called? <clears throat> it would be called Running on Love, and it would be about a undertrained ultra runner who wanders upon an event, and he's like, I can do this. 
And then he meets uh, a woman who is going to crew for him. And throughout the day, they discover that um, they have more in common than they thought they did. And, um, and eventually, they fall in love. It's called Running on Love. There's no controversy in that. What's, what's, the, what's the thing that pulls them apart before coming back together? Um, like, she, start, she keeps yelling at him, like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? And he's like, I'm just really tired, and I, and I kind of want you to be a little bit, like, calmer and, and gentler. I feel like this is the story of Michael and Aaron that he's telling right now. Um, and then using only people you know who would be in it. All right. So there's this couple that lives in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Um, and they're my good friends, uh, Michael and Aaron. Aw, it's our love story. All right. <laughs> We're, uh... We're going for another loop, Tom. At some point, we'll do we'll do a whole loop of these questions. Are you are you excited for that? Fine with that. That sounds great. All right. We'll see you in a little bit, Tom. I, I just I don't have a question for you, but I have a comment that wants to be read. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Greg from Rise and Run says, "No question. I just wanted to say how proud I am of you, Tom." All the best from your favorite AI cyberbot. That's that's what they want you to think. <laughs> what what do they want you to think? They're they're taking over, Aaron. Greg Greg is a cyberbot. Is that what we've decided? Yeah, this whole thing's the Matrix. I get it now. I understand. All right, one one more. Um, <laughs> Oh gosh. Um doo, 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 doo. where was the one I was just thinking of? Oh. Um Jen runs the fifty would like to know how many layers are you wearing? The appropriate amount of layers. No more than I absolutely need. So does your underwear count as a layer? One hundred percent. Great. Controversial. Does underwear count as a layer? Absolutely. What? Does underwear count as a layer? I'm, 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 I'm bringing you into this argument. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have, I have, I have Kurt here. Hi. How you doing? What was your answer? Oh yeah, no, underwear is not a letter, a layer, unless it comes down past the mid thigh. Thank, thank you, thank you, D- Diana. How do we, how do we feel about this? No, underwear, underwear is not a layer because I would never not have it. So it just is like it's basically part of your body at this point. It's. it's not I, I agree. All right, Tom's going to give us his list of top ten favorite songs that Jennifer Taylor has asked about. All right. <clears throat> so this is a tough one because I love I love most music, but I will go with my favorite Dave Matthews song is called I'll Back You Up. My favorite Taylor Swift song is Cornelia Street. My favorite song of all time is Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. I love songs that have really good lyrical content like We Did Not We Didn't We Didn't Start the Fire. Um I love November Rain. I love, um, oh my God, there's so many good songs. I want to say Mr. Jones is a really good song. I love Nothing But a G Thing by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. That's probably the best hip-hop song that's ever been written. Um, let me think, let me think. God, How many are you up to? I'm up to like six, but there's a lot more. I feel like you've gone past six. Um, Yellow Led Better by Pearl Jam even though you can't tell what he's saying. The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News, absolutely. The Impression That I Get by the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Um, I think we've gone past 10. Fins by James Jimmy Buffett. I'm cutting you off. I'm going to go back and count how many songs you... One more, one more. Stay by Lisa Loeb. Oh, he's one more. All right. I've never heard him listen to Jimmy Buffett in our the entire five years we've been married. I've never listened to a Jimmy Buffett song with him. I've never heard him mention Jimmy Buffett other than that would be a good party to go to. All right. Contra- oh, wait. We got a rebuttal. 
Diana is my cheeseburger in paradise. And I specifically put that on because Matt Frumpa is sitting next to me, and he's a very good guy, and he deserves his shout-out via Jimmy Buffett. You're pandering for the fans. All right. All right. I got uh, Megan here. She's uh, through loop nine. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty. I'm okay. I'm feeling okay. My Achilles are feeling a little tight. Something. I don't know. Is it hot? It's hot. There's one stretch that's like brutal on the other side. There's a little respite coming around the bend off 130, but it's hot. Okay. Michael, how are you feeling? Better than I was. <laughs> He's eating watermelon, everyone. So his his speaking might not be as, as good. Um, uh, why, why are you feeling better? Because my stomach is better. <laughs> A man of few words. He's got ice um, in his crotch. How's this, how's, how's this ice gently resting on your balls feeling? That's where blood flow is. It's like um, cooling the body. It's an air conditioner. <laughs> it's facts. You're done with loop eight. So you're, what, 28-ish miles in, 29-ish? Almost 30, just under 30. Just under 30. And we are just going to keep on rolling. Yeah. Yep. i got to tie my shoes. He's got to retie his shoes. You're going to put some squirrels back on them? Nope. All right. All right. I'm going to go out for a quick loop with uh, Megan, and uh, I'll be back. I'm going to leave the recorder with Diana. I'm not sure uh, that you'll get any content, but we'll see. All right. We got Tom here after loop number six. How are we feeling this loop? That loop felt pretty good. It was very conservative. We we walked. Um, I was with Matt and Nancy. Um and we just chit-chatted, and it was very, very nice. It was very nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. Good attitude. Michael, how are you feeling? Terrible. <laughs> he, on the other hand, is a man of few words. Do you have anything else to say to the people? It's hot. I was wrong. Vanessa was right. It's hot. <laughs> is it Satan's armpit? <laughs> yes. There's literally no breeze. It's hot. <laughs> is there shade? There's like... 20% shade. I will admit that I went out with Megan for a loop and I uh, did check out the shade situation. There is shade, but it is so hot that the shade means absolutely nothing. It means absolutely nothing. There's a lot of trees. It is. It is a great. Agreed. There's a, it's a tree line course. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right, Tom, you are done. You're about to go out for Loop number seven, but before you do, I have a couple more questions for you. Lauren Mueller would like to, you to rank the star movies in order of your favorites. Should I do like numerically or should I do with the names? The names. Okay. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope. The last three that were released in order chronologically. Clone Wars is the last one. What's what's the first? What's what? Phantom Menace. Um, and then Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Um, Megan, who is running this very race, yes, she is. would like to know if you have a mon- mantra, 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 or song that is your go-to when you just have to push through a challenge. All right. So there's a lyrical run at the end of this song by the Foo Fighters, "Monkey Wrench." That is my musical mantra. Look it up if you don't know Monkey Wrench by the Foo Fighters. The last big push in that song is my favorite thing. But I also, like, if I have a cadence and I can, like, time it to the beat, I say, I can do tough things. I can do tough things. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, Snarky Snacker would like to know, what is the price of fame? The adoration of of strangers far and wide, the um, the inability to truly be yourself because you've built up a persona that you have to maintain. So sometimes you got to go to bottomless mimosas if you don't want to, because that's that's who the people need you to be. 
It's like Batman. I'm like Batman. <laughs> okay. Um, Chiquita would like to know what your blister care plan is for today. Change my socks as frequently as I need to. Um, I'm going to do one more loop, and then I'm definitely going to change out the socks and slather these feet. I do not have any hot spots that I feel right now, but, you know, that can always change. So um, I brought 10, so- 10 pairs of socks, so I'm going to use them. All right. One more question on this round. You got Swan Runs Far from Beast Coast uh, Productions. Um, at what point do you think Tom... Does Tom think he will feel the sweet release of death? Kind of happened on the last loop, but I was being distracted by my friends Nancy and Matt, so I didn't notice the sweet release of death, but I'm pretty sure it happened um, like three miles ago. (laughs) Thanks, Tom. So this is uh, Frampa with your uh, amateur on the track reporting. Tom is back from lap uh, seven. Number seven, yeah. Number seven. And uh, from one of the hosts of the Will Run For podcast, I have that correct? Yeah. yeah right. I'm familiar with their work. I have some, uh, some questions sent to me to ask you. Okay. One from my friend and yours, Jack Witzick. <laughs> he hears that you like Ingrid Michaelson's music. Is that correct? And if so, what other song... What other single and songwriters like her are you into? Because he is a fan as well. Um, like singer-songwriters, I really like, and I love Ingrid Michaelson. Um, we've seen her holiday show a couple times, um, and she is a delight. But some other singer-songwriters I like, I like Matt Nathanson, I like Howie Day. I like a guy named Pat McGee, but he is kind of a Dave Matthews-esque person. Um uh, I like I love Brandy Carlisle. Um, there's a lot of good ones out there, so explore those and let me know what you think. Sounds like you gave him a uh, homework assignment. Get on that, Jack. So our our also EcoFit, our friend. I've seen her. I think it's her. I'm sorry if it's not her. <laughs> I would like to know: Are you Team Commando or Team Undies? 100% Team Undies. Um, we live in a civilized society. Whatever happened during the pandemic, whatever rules were broken, are back in place. And you absolutely should have underwear on at most times, unless you're um, partaking in any kind of amorous activity. But um, yes, Team Undies, 100%. What if you're at the beach? Liner, this is me asking this question, a follow-up to EcoFit's question. If you're at the beach, board shorts with or without a liner? I, I feel like the liner chafes. So, you know, it's personal preference, but I would usually do a liner, but the liner does chafe. That's correct. Liner does chafe. That's why none of my board shorts have a liner. So, Brianna, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name correctly. <laughs> I've heard that it doesn't matter listening to this show. Who is your favorite 90s era professional wrestler? Because she feels like you are definitely a fan. There's so many. Um, I mean, you got you to gotta, gotta give it up to Hulk Hogan. I like um, uh, the, 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 what's the Savage Warrior? The, no, no, not the Muscle Man Randy Savage. The Ultimate Warrior, yes. I loved him. I loved... Um, Jake the Snake Roberts. I loved um, Captain Lou Albano with the big ear rubber bands. Um, oh, God. All of them. The Iron Sheik, um, which was problematic at the time and probably is today much more problematic. But um, I loved I loved all of them. As a wrestling fan of the nights, myself, some good choices. I should have said Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Remember? Oh. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Need a two by four to uh, to do correctly with him. And the last question is from uh, someone who I had the pleasure of meeting not that long ago. She came to drink in Westchester, the jogging tortoise with myself, uh, my friend Juliana, 
Michael and Aaron and my girlfriend for the Michael and my girlfriend share a birthday. So we were both hanging out together. And uh, she would like to know, what is the best race you've ever done and what's the worst one? And I don't think you can say today, but that's just my opinion. I don't know. That's a that's a tough question because um, a lot of them suck. But um, best race, I'll say either the one Shamrock Half Marathon when everybody came out and it became a beach party afterwards. That was amazing. Space Coast was also a really, really fun time. Um, worst race was probably the very first Shamrock when it was hailing and raining sideways and it was freezing and we all almost got hypothermia and I drove to the start line because I'm an idiot and I was stressed out and it was just not a good time. So those are my answers. Well, thanks, Tom. That's all that uh, the assignment I got from uh, Aaron. So maybe next time. Thank you. We're back to ask Tom. Before he heads out on his eighth loop, Snarky Snacker would like to know, if Indy could talk, what would his voice sound like? Well, my first, um, my first idea was like, hello, governor, a spot of tea. But then I got shot down because he's not British. Um, he's actually from the south, so he's very polite, easily excitable. Um, I don't want to offend the south. So he would probably sound like Elf because he's always happy to be invited and included. And, and, and he is a ride-or-die dog. He just wants to be with us all the time. All right. I like that answer. Um, from Laura Wheeland, our realtor, <laughs> she asks, Tom, if you won the Mega Millions tonight, what would be the first frivolous item you would buy? If I won the Mega Millions tonight... I would disappear um, from everyone's view, like immediate, like immediately, and then I'd pop up somewhere with a giant compound. On, I don't know, in Italy. What do you want from me? A boat? You want me to buy a boat, Aaron? I would like you to buy a boat because then you could take me on your boat. No, I'm disappearing. You're never going to see me again if I win. What is it? Almost a billion dollars. This friendship, yeah. this friendship is not worth a billion dollars. Wow. I feel, I feel hurt no and offended. Okay, moving on. Oh, we have another Indiana Bones question. Uh, what, is, what is your favorite thing about Indiana Bones' barchaeologist besides his name? His weird tail. So he, we did his DNA test, and he's a mutt. And there's 20 things that make up him. The biggest portion is Great Pyrenees. But he looks like several dogs that have been frankenweenied together. And, like, he's got this weird curly tail that he tries to wag, but it doesn't really wag when he gets excited. So I just love his tail and everything else about him as well. <laughs> that was very specific. Um, okay, one more. Ready? Uh, Chasing Disney, Amy, would like you to rank Georges. Any George. Think about the Georges. We're going to allow you uh, this loop to think about this. Think about the Georges. Rank the Georges. Okay. All right, I'm going to rank the Georges when I get back, but I'll tell you, George of the Jungle starring, what's his name? Brendan Fraser is real high on the list. Okay, all right, all right. Be back with more. All right, I have some more questions for you, Tom. All right. We have Sandy Began again. Who would like to know, what is the greatest rock band of our time? I know she wants me to say Pearl Jam. <clears throat> and it and it's a tough question because if you're talking about just straight shredding, like Metallica is really good. Um, I'm not going to say Dave Matthews because they're not a rock band. Um, you know what? I will say Pearl Jam. I'm going to double down. Pearl Jam. Greatest rock band of all time. All right. Sandy says... Pearl Jam is the right answer, by the way. Oh. So there you go. Jessica Grand 
asks, if you are pulled on stage to sing with Taylor Swift, which song would you want to sw- sing? Everything has changed, and I would sing the Ed Sheeran part. Wow. All right. Also, the same question for Dave Matthews Band. Oh, that's a great one. Um, Gray Street. Okay. He's got a gnat flying around his eye right now. Um, Let's see. Dean asks, if Tom were a basketball player, or I'm sorry, if Tom was a baseball player, I'm confusing you and Michael. Um, Tom, if you were a baseball player, what would your walk-up music be to the plate? Um, oh God. Um, Dean likes classic rock, something by Leonard Skinnerd in Dean's honor or like here comes the hot stepper or something ridiculous like that. Or Cotton Eye Joe. I would do Cotton Eye Joe because everyone in the, then the ballpark would be really obnoxious. <laughs> I like it. All right. Snarky Snacker asks, why do you love Taylor Swift and why are you wrong? I mean... Just by the numbers, I'm not the only one who loves her. Um, but she is she is easily one of the best songwriters in, in the past 25 years. One of the absolute best. She has a cultural phenomenon. Um, she's got something for everybody. She seems like a good human being. And um, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what the Swifties think. Right. Laura Mueller asks, who is your favorite Disney princess? Well, that's a great question. Um, I like, I like, um, I like Anna. I like Princess Anna. Um, because I've been in many a relationship where I'm, I'm viewed as like a runner up or a second best situation. And she does, uh, she does wonders with, being just who she is and not worrying about um, all of the spotlight that's given to her sister. Nice. That was a really good answer. Very sweet. Very, very charismatic. We like that, Tom. It is 1221. Tom has finished nine laps. He's been waiting for me to get back out there for his 10th lap because we're going to do one more lap. And uh, I'm going to do some questions with him. But I also have Jack here. Hi, Jack. Hello. I have John here. Hello, John. Hello. Does anybody have a question that they would like to ask Tom? Tom from We'll Run For. We've already asked him one of your questions, I believe. Yeah. I mean, anything anything you've ever wanted to know about Tom. All right, Jack. What do you got? Tom, why always why do you go with a shorter intro for the uh, in the runner studio episodes? Oh, that's a good question. That's because those are specifically about our guests, and I don't want to I don't want to have a long drawn out intro when we want to get to the what the people want. We want to give them their due. All right, Vanessa. Vanessa's here. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, hi, Aaron. How are you? Good. What, what, what are we doing here tonight at 1223? Well, I'm doing nothing but standing here and cheering, which is really fun. That's, <laughs> that sounds a little bit better than running right now. Uh, it does. Uh, we have Tom. Tom from Will Run For here. Do you have? Is there anything you've ever wanted to know about Tom? I want to know what's Tom's next big goal after this. It's a good question, Tom. What do you got? I love being put on the spot. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> can I can I get back to you on that? Yes. All right, we're gonna we're going to go around the loop, and then I'm gonna ask you at some point on that loop Vanessa's question. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, we are on Tom's last loop. I have questions, Tom. Okay. All right, we're going to blast through these because I have a, a bunch more questions that we haven't gotten to. Let's blast. All right, Heather Thompson would like to know, what is the airspeed velocity 
What is the airspeed velocity of unladen swallow? Oh, God. I know that's... I feel like that's Monty Python. And um, I don't have a good answer, but she's amazing because she sends me music suggestions all the time. So I'm going to say probably faster than I'm walking currently. (laughs) Nice. I like it. Stephanie Donahue says, if Tom were a prince at Princess Weekend, which prince would he be? Eric. Why? I don't know, because I like fish. What? (laughs) (laughs) Would you ever consider dressing as a princess? Sure. But not for, like, some ironic, like, I'm better than women. Like, I'm a guy, and it's so wacky that I'm macho and dressed like a princess. If I want to be a princess, I'm going to be the prettiest princess at the ball. (laughs) Love it. So, I have so much anxiety right now. <laughs> Tom's anxiety I know, I know, I know. is skyrocketing because Diana and I were walking in the dark. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, we're just, I literally was just saying, we are walking in the dark. We are just walking in the dark. Tom is not enjoying that. <laughs> I'm going to give it a minute. Uh, all right. Dean has two more questions. Okay. Um, oh, no, I already did did this baseball one so we're good on that one all right tom if you were to have your own line of cologne what would it be called and what would be the scent blank by stover um okay let me think it would be husk by stover (laughs) and it would smell like my feet after a after a bath where I wash everything but not my feet and I just let the water rinse down me because that's kind of like washing your feet but not really washing your feet. So the intent is there. <laughs> I cannot. Alright, EcoFit. Uh what is your favorite adult beverage? Uh a nice a beer, a nice Hefeweizen. Um, shout out to Jailbreak in Maryland because they make Feed the Monkey, which is the best beer in Maryland. Hot take. Or a nice old-fashioned. Nice. I like it. What's your favorite race you've ever done? Oh, I feel like uh, the jogging Tori. Yeah. Tori has already asked this. All right. Yep. So we have an answer to that one. Um, which artist or band do you think is the worst? Oh, God. Um, I really don't like Queens of the Stone Age, but that's obscure. Um, I don't know. Pitbull is very overrated to me. Oh, I feel like we had this conversation somewhere along the way. Um, she would like to know why it's Taylor Swift. She knows. She knows that's not true. <laughs> she knows Taylor is mother and mother knows best. All right. If you had to eat one food or dish for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, Either Diana's spaghetti or Diana's mom's lasagna. Mm. Those are two very specific items, both having to do with pasta. Two very true answers, too. Okay. I like it. Um, Chiquita wants to know if you would be changing your shoes at any point. Did you change your shoes today, Tom? No, but I changed my socks plenty, and I changed my shirt plenty, and the, the amount of chafe that I'm going on right now means I should have changed my underwear, um, but I didn't. <laughs> I actually said multiple times. I actually said multiple times. You should you should be changing your pants, but no, didn't happen. I mean, pants are harder than because uh, I feel like I changed my bra and my shirt a lot, but I don't always change my 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 underwear pants situation. So I kind of understand that one. All right. Kizzle says, what is the superior condiment and why is it ketchup? It's mustard. Oh, controversial there. What kind of mustard? French's yellow mustard. Oh, that's very specific also. So no spicy brown for you. No, my mom's been trying to push spicy brown on me forever. And like, I like it, but if given the chance, I would go... 
regular yellow mustard. Okay, nice. Uh, Stephanie is running again. Would like to know if you will be trying the pickle milkshake after running Loopy Looper. Where is it? Can I get that? <laughs> it's a, it's in Epcot, unfortunately. So I can't because of geographic reasons, but I would absolutely try a pickle milkshake. I did try the pickled milkshake. Uh, wait for my review. No, it was delicious. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Actually, I don't know that I could drink a whole one, but overall, it was pretty good. I saw Bob check in with one today on their Instagram. There being Rise and Run. <laughs> All right. Um, Jogging Torius wanted to know if you had a race mantra, mantra, but we've already answered this, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, snarky Snacker. Ooh, we never did get around to the newlywed game. We'll have to, uh, do that offline maybe sometime between, uh, the will, we'll do a will run for, uh, <laughs> newlywed game Only with both couples. Thank you. <laughs> subject you guys to it too. Yeah, gosh. All right. Um, favorite bar on Walt Disney World property? Oh, God. <laughs> It is. Uh, hold on. My brain's not working. Um, uh, oh, God. The, the, the tiki place at the Trader, Trader Sam's. <laughs> That's where I expected you to be going, and then it didn't come out. We enjoy Trader Sam's as well. Um, everyone has an Epcot drunk story. Oh, I got a good one. What is yours? All right, so it's two-parter. We were drinking around the world. We had Diana found us um, passports. It was really cute. And it was New Year's Eve, one year, like your dopey year, maybe, or something. And um, we started drinking. And then halfway through at Norway, um, we stopped at the German beer hall for lunch. And I got a gigantic stein of beer. Um, and it really started to go downhill after that. And then, and then, when we're watching the fireworks, after the fireworks, we're walking to the exit, and I grabbed two frozen margaritas, and Diana was like, what are you doing? Like, it's 11.30 at night. Why are you drinking two? And I'm like, then I had to slam them before we left, and everybody kind of hated me at that minute, moment. <laughs> Say that again. I was like, that was a combination of three separate incidents, um, but but all in one night. Uh, no, they were like three completely separate occasions. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he did order margaritas at I don't know past midnight on the way walking to the exit, and I had a meltdown about it. <laughs> uh, Diana and Tom have witnessed many meltdowns today between um, another couple parties of this podcast all right back with snarky uh what ride or attraction do you hate that everyone loves i don't say that i hate it and i'll go on it because my wife loves it and it really does scare the living crap out of me like legitimately i'm scared of it it's tower of terror Hmm. Is it the drop itself or the actual, like, spookiness of it? No, it's the drop. Okay. 100%. Okay. Um, would you rather run Dopey every single year for the rest of your life or any race at Princess Weekend? <laughs> I don't, like, is there an inside joke here? Princess is known to be the Diva Weekend and everyone's a jerk on course. Yeah, but I'm real good with I'm really good with when people are being jerks and being rude. So if it's if it's any race or forty eight point six miles, I would definitely do princess. Okay. And last question from her. Um, any more wet weddings coming up that you would like to officiate? I love love. And if anybody would like uh, me to officiate, I can get ordained in your state. Um, I, uh, we would just need to check our schedule. And if you want to pay for our plane tickets to come down, I would gladly marry anybody who would love me to be their officiant. 
All right, Ren Disner, what is your opinion on the theory that Greg and Bob from the Rise and Run podcast are scrolls? I mean, that tracks. Like, you can't, you don't know who's a scroll or who's not, right? So, and they're a little too perfect. Like, they're basically caricatures of really incredible human beings, and they can't be that perfect. So, maybe it is two scrolls trying too hard. <laughs> Love it. All right. It's me, TW, says, what's your most hated running fuel, fu- food, or drink, but yet you continue to use it? I feel like this is leading me towards the chocolate outrage goo, <laughs> which I've pretty much given up at this point. Um, and I feel like everything else works for me. I like, I like Stinger Waffles. I like my blocks. Um, so, yeah, let's go with chocolate outrage goo. Yeah, specific flavor, too. Do you have a box of it you would like to ship to anybody <laughs> to get rid of it? Uh, Tanya says, this is a two-parter. Would you rather be a superhero or a villain? Superhero. That was an easy answer. And what was your superhero or villain origin story? All right, so I got picked on in grade school, but I didn't let that turn me into a jerk. In, in fact, I learned from those negative experiences that I just want to create positive outcomes for people. And so I became a superhero in order to be kind. Okay. Very sweet. Um, Lisa Nits and Trains. Uh, Two-part question again. In what year will computers take over the world? Uh, What year is it now? 2023? Um, How about 2020? (laughs) Well, that answers the second part. Or have they already and we're too stupid to know it? Clearly, Tom's not because uh, Tom thinks that it started in 2020. Look, you know how The Simpsons predicts everything? Terminator predicted this way long ago. So, like, we're already down that road. And if AI Greg wants my allegiance, I will pledge it. But I, I'll do it under duress. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back to uh, Amy, who earlier asked you to rank George's. Have we thought about this? Um, okay, so, like... The bottom of the list are all the George Foremans, because uh, he's got like seven kids and they're all named George. Um, Curious George is up there. George of the Jungle's up there. The little kid Georgie from the It movie It, who gets his arm ripped off and then eaten by It, is is like on the list because it's rude to not put him on there. He's had a rough go of it. Um, <clears throat> George yeah, Clooney. He did. Um, George Clooney is up there. Um, uh, I don't know. What other Georges? I'm missing. I'm going to miss all these George. Boy George is on the list. George Michael's on the list. Um, she made a PowerPoint presentation about this from what I heard. Um, uh, I don't know. No comment. <laughs> Why are you putting the mic in my face? No comment. Oh, no comment. No comment. We're done with the Georges. Um, Runcation Dreaming would like to know what makes delirious, punchy, tired Tom even more delightful than bottomless drinks, Tom? Um, bottomless drinks at a concert really helps. Um, also, I feel like I'm getting a bad rap <laughs> only because I've displayed the exact behavior multiple times so Uh, we're back to all right how jen hall would like to know how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck really could chuck wood and what if that woodchuck had bottomless mimosas oh boy um Well, like, if you'll see how I turned out to be a terrible podcaster after Bottomless Mimosas, I don't think anybody should be chucking any wood under the influence. 
Oh, good answer. Good answer. Um, your Laura Mueller says, uh, what is your favorite Walt Disney World character dining experience? So we're back to Walt Disney World dining experiences with characters. I feel like we were in Disneyland and we had breakfast with like some characters, but then Stitch showed up. And he, That's the greatest video ever. And he was ornery, and that was a lot of fun. Other than that, last time we were there with our niece and nephew, we had um, Mickey's, Chef Mickey's, and that, those were really cute interactions. But when we were in Hollywood Studios at Toy Story Land, our niece, Georgia, who's also on the George list, um, saw Jesse, and Jesse... Gave her a hug, and it was the sweetest interaction. Mm, I love that. All right. Um, and again, back to Walt Disney World. Favorite bar is that the one? We, that's what we just answered, right? Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's. Trader. Sam's. All right. Cool. Uh, top three Disney rides. Oh, um, Expeditious Expedition Everest, um, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. All right. We had several people ask, specifically two people worded it exactly the same. Okay. One of them said, here's the thing. Oh. Two of them. Sorry. And then we had a couple just quest- straight out the same way questions. Um, and then my favorite way of asking the question was by Lisa Nits and Trains, okay. um, who said, besides Ben Franklin quotes, oh. what turned you on? My wife. Very simple answer. What? Okay. Very simple answer. Um, Megan Avis went through the uh, how we're going to end this with the James Lipton questions. Other than the fact that we James Lipton. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry. The way I just started thinking about the way Michael says it every time. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so what is your favorite word? Icebox. Icebox. So uh, it's from an episode of the Flintstones, and they have a babysitter because Fred and Wilma are going out for the evening, and someone needs to watch Bam Bam. So there's a babysitter at Pebbles, and there's a babysitter there, and Fred's like, "You can grab. Feel free to grab anything out of the icebox." And that probably happened 40 years ago to me, and it's stuck in my head ever since. Okay. That is probably the most random story for a favorite word. Uh, what is your least favorite word? Um, tartlet. Tartlet. Also a very strange, specific word. Um, we already asked what turned you on. We know it's your wife, so we won't ask that again. I'm feeling very uncomfortable also now walking with Tom and Diana knowing this. Awkward. Um, what turned you off? Like everyone's going to be like, like... Also my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's a really good one. <laughs> I don't know. Sad beige clothes for sad beige children. Oh, yeah. Venner Herzog's... Sad beige clothes for sad beige children. But that doesn't turn me off. Well, it doesn't turn me on, but that doesn't turn me off. So I guess it's bitches, yo. (laughs) All right. What sound or noise do you love? Um, Taylor Swift's voice. Okay. I also enjoy how Diana asks this question every time. She has a very specific cadence to how she asks it. Um, what sound or noise do you hate? Well, considering that we've been out here since 7 a.m. and I've heard nothing but loud exhaust cars bumping really obnoxious music, I guess it's that at the moment. But that was definitely me when I was a, like a teenager or like a 21-year-old. I would do that same thing. So you always hate the ones you love. (laughs) All right. What is your favorite curse word? I'm nice and simple. I like it. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, 
Powerball winner or um, <laughs> or rock star. Fantastic. What a profession other than your own would you not, not like to attempt? Oh, God. Anything with responsibility where if I don't do my job, the public will turn on me. Oh, that's a good one, too. All right. And, and, and it's a tough job and it, and it might require me to do some bad stuff, but like I didn't make the system, but I still have to uphold the system. But like people are going to be like, Hey dude, don't be a jerk. What? <laughs> Diana is wetting a lot. What? All right. We're going to pause for two seconds. All right, Tom. Yeah. It's been a pleasure having you here today. Right now, treacherous. <laughs> no, what I'm doing here is treacherous. I got to get over here. I'm sorry. I'm I'm being treacherous right now by walking in front of Tom and going, backwards. looking at him backwards. I apologize. We are still walking in the dark. I'm giving Tom anxiety. I don't like that. I'm like this. I hate that. It really, it it takes up far too much of my mental capacity the amount of worrying i do about other people's feet and ankles i hate it to be fair i've i've tripped and fallen a lot yeah but like any like and it's mainly you because i care mostly about you but like it could be anybody <laughs> all right well tom yeah it's been a pleasure having you here today <laughs> before i go is there anything you'd like to pluck Sorry, all right, I'm just doing a bit. Okay. Um, so if heaven exists, yeah. what would you like to hear God say at the pearly gates? All right. So I'd like to hear when I open those, when those gates open, I walk in. I want God to walk up and be like, can you get this dog to stop barking? <laughs> because it's so loud and piercing and he heard you were coming and his tail won't stop wagging. Aww. And he loves Diana. <laughs> yeah, that should make you cry. Tom's going to make me cry. That's an honest answer. Oh, I can't do this anymore. Goodbye. All right, Tom. Yeah. We are about a quarter mile from the finish of your 10th loop. How are you feeling? Uh, hold on. Watch yourself on the edge. It drops off. Aaron, look. I see it's it. fucking treacherous. I'm sorry. I see talk. it. And now now it's uneven. I'm trying to light the path in front of Diana. We might have to come back to this. We will. Tom, are, are we okay to, to record now? Yeah, that's fine. All right. We are now less than a quarter mile from the finish of your 10th loop. How are you feeling? Okay. So I'm really tired. My legs are achy. I got a blister that I'm have to deal with tomorrow or in the car. Um, I have chafing. It's pretty bad. Um, I feel accomplished. I, this will be 10 loops and I think that's fine for me. Um, these athletes are amazing. And so I cannot compare myself to them because they probably trained. Um, and I did not. So I'm, I'm okay with my effort today. And I feel this has been a great experience. I love it. Diana, how, uh, how has your experience at the loopy looper been? It's been good. I'm super proud of Tom. Um, I always knew he could get a ton of miles in and he always kind of works through it as much as he says he complains, like he can always, always push through. I feel like, um, I was a fair crew member. I, um, I feel like Kurt, um, is the MVP of the day for, for crew members. We should all inspire to be or aspire to be him. Nice. Um, well, I think that does it for this. Well, this is part of Loopy Looper. I don't know that Michael's going to let me record with him later. Uh, he can also cut this when he edits this, if he chooses. But uh, yeah, this is pretty much going to do it for the Tom portion of the Loopy Looper. Thank you for all the questions.
We loved all the questions. You guys are amazing. You came through like gangbusters, if that's still a, a term. I don't know. But yeah, thank you very much for everybody that's sending questions. I hope my answers my answers weren't too ridiculous. Woo! Yes. Again. Uh, <laughs> if I miss someone's question, I apologize. Send it in later. Uh, we will make Tom answer it at another time. The end. All right. What was lost has now been found. I left our lovely recorder over at the race the other day, had a panic attack, figured out that we left it on the metal table over at Loopy Looper. Luckily, we were saved by the race directors who now I have in front of me now. I'm putting them on the spot. Do you want to introduce yourselves real quick? Jen Gaynor. And I'm Pete Greenfield. All right. Um, so, Loopy Looper, this was the fifth year for it. What inspired you to actually start a race that loops 3.75 miles around the Cooper River? When we got into ultra running, like, the first thing we did was loop races. It just seemed really cool for us. And then we lived in Collinswood, ran Cooper Loop all the time. And it was like, why aren't people doing races here? So, Jen's an event planner by trade. So, we were like, why not? Let's do this. That's awesome. This is our maybe third or third year maybe fourth year doing it um and we love doing it either between frosty and loopy we've done one or the other last year we did both so um why why would you recommend this race as the premier loop race around our area loopy is it's just special frosty and loopy um there's something about running around a closed loop where you actually had nice views a lot of loop races aren't really scenic. There's something special about Cooper River Park. You get the Philly skyline. You get really cool views at like five different places around there. You have a huge area at a stadium with a track. I don't know. There's, there's just nothing like it in the area. All right. I love that answer. And one last thing. What inspired you guys to start running in general? And what, what would you tell the people of our podcast? Why would you, why should they continue their journeys? Well, I got started running in high school to keep in shape for basketball season. Uh, I fell in love with running instead of basketball. I think a great thing about running is there's a great community, whether you're a 5K'er or an ultra marathoner, the community's super welcoming and just a great way to make friends. Yeah, I got into running um, just to get in shape when I was in my early 20s and something stuck about it and started challenging myself. I started getting bored of like the local stuff and just kept going farther and farther. And I don't know. It's not kind of what Jen said, like the community is what's special about it. That's why we started race directing. Um, yeah, it's all community. All right, guys, if you guys want to find out any more about their races, head over to Endless Endurance. Uh, dot com, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes. Um or message Michael and I because we're basically uh, locals to them. So we do their races regularly or at least know about the races. We were supposed to get married at one of your races last year. Uh, the City <laughs> Invincible race, which is coming up at the end of September. So uh, message us. Let us know if you have any questions. And this wraps up our edition of On the Ground for Loopy Looper. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.